What's going on, y'all? What's up, what's up? Hello, hello. Welcome in. As you can tell, it's mustache season. <laughs> As you can tell by my face, it's mustache season. What's going up, Zezzy? Always love it when you're around. Thanks for being here live. So yeah, what's going on, y'all? Welcome in. Thanks for tuning in. I am Jonathan Corey. This is my live stream. It happens every Monday night. And you can find my channel on YouTube, BitChute, Rumble, Odyssey, DLive, Twitch, VK.com. Shout out Putin for letting me use this VK.com for the time being. I'm sure that's probably going to change. <laughs> um, on TV.gab, follow me there. That place is awesome. And all the other podcasting places. I know my mic is screwed up. Something's wrong with the, I don't know what it's called, but the left-right thing. It's coming through on one of them. It's either coming in on the right, right mostly or only, and the left or only or mostly. So sorry about that. I'm uh, gonna have to get a new mic. I bought a mic last year and it didn't work on my computer. I couldn't figure out how to make it work. So, yeah, <laughs> gotta get a new one. Gotta figure this stuff out. You know, this one with my little headset mic doesn't work unless I am not using OBS, which is what I stream with. I don't know how to make this thing work. This little guy work. But it's a good pair of headphones. <laughs> For the time being. It works when I'm gaming. It works when I'm like doing stuff like communications. Like if I'm on a Zoom call or something. But not like OBS for some reason. Silly. Silly. But this stream tonight. Speaking of my technical difficulties. The stream tonight is going to be a very visual one. So if you're one of those, you know, couple hundred or so, couple hundred sometimes, want to have a real poppin' stream that listen to my uh, <laughs> podcasts, all my podcast listeners out there, you might want to uh, actually tune into this visually. Either like right now, like turn off the podcast and switch over to the video, or watch the video at some point later afterwards. Because we're going to be doing a lot of memes and pictures and videos that uh, I'm going to kind of comment on and try to explain, but also just some, excuse me, you're going to have to see it to get it, you know, pardon me. So yeah, sorry for those of you who like to listen only. I get it. I am a podcast first and foremost kind of guy. Even when streams are pretty visual, I like to like podcast only. So that's why I'm giving you this heads up <laughs> now before you get invested. But again, this stream tonight is going to be visual. We're going to be put, pulling a lot of things up on the screen. And you get you get to tune into my beautiful mustache. Because it is mustache season, y'all. It is mustache season. The year of the stash has begun. Um, yeah, so we're going to cover just stuff that's been happening in the last two weeks. The stuff that's on every single person's mind. And everyone's social media. And everyone's... You know, got to talk about it on their podcast or stream. So here we are doing it on mine, you know, kind of again. So yeah, again, I'll do uh, my best to like read this stuff out loud. But uh, just again, some of these clips and memes and stuff aren't going to be good without you, know, you seeing them. So just, just a final warning. Quick life update. My new job is going really well so far. 
crossing my fingers because I've said that about every job I've had in the last like two years, three years. <laughs> I've known a couple of them were going to be temporary. Like I planned that ahead of time. So it wasn't going to last long. But I had two jobs where I was like, yeah, dope, cool, I'm here for good. And then they just didn't work out, you know, for one reason or another. But this new job, I'm learning Spanish really quickly. Because um, my crew is, uh, some of them are Spanish speaking only. Some of them can barely speak English, but kind of speak English. And some are bilingual. But so not only do I have to like, learn the ins and outs of actually like this landscape installation gig itself. And they're trying to make me become like a supervisor pretty quickly, like a foreman. So I got to learn how to do the job itself, but I also have to learn Spanish in order to like be in charge of crews. So uh, doing that, doing the Duolingo, doing as much as I can to learn Spanish as fast as possible. I know words, I know like vocab words pretty well, like for the most part, actually. Like I could probably pass like a Spanish one semester final <laughs> pretty well. What I can't do is like conjugate and make make sentences and the little like, you know, my I'm such a white gringo that my accent is atrocious. So I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> I know the, I know the like the the words. I just got to figure out how to like make sentences and actually speak. You know, that's the difficult part. So it's gonna be another hot one out there for me this year. Dealing with the elements, dealing with the weather, the heat, the rain, all the above. Um, again, another another job outside doing landscape installations in the rich part of Nashville. So, um, yeah, again, just just a warning. You're going to see me burnt burnt up and exhausted on my streams going forward. You know, from this point on for the next year. But that's just what real men got to do. Real men got to get mustaches, and real men got to put in some hard hard manual labor. <laughs> five days a week so um, again we're going to get to this later but I'm also going to be really focusing on losing weight and eating healthy from now on as well um, this job burns a lot of calories just in and of itself but I'm also trying to really get good about dieting and fasting and establishing disciplines that do a really good job of like being disciplined for two or three weeks and then it all breaks down and falls apart and then I get really good at doing it for like two or three weeks, and then it breaks down and falls apart. So we're going to try to do, you know, some serious discipline, some long-lasting, long-term uh, dieting and fasting disciplines and routines and get my belly down. Um, you know, turn all that bulking I did this winter, <laughs> the accidental bulking that I did all winter, you know, we got to turn that into some muscle gains, you know. So, yeah, I'm hoping to lose 50 pounds before the end of the year. 50 pounds that's how I, that's that's how out of shape i am that or more um not trying to get super duper skinny or cut or swole or you know six-pack abs or looking like a model but just in shape and strong you know healthy in shape strong and on these streams i'll keep you updated as we go on my on my progress and y'all can keep me accountable if you want in the chat in the comments wherever you interact with me um, if it works for me, if it, if it works out, if it's a, if it ends up working for me, I'll, I'll do a stream on uh, what I did, everything I did. Yeah, YouTube adds 50 pounds, says someone in the chat. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> if YouTube adds 50 pounds, that means on YouTube I'm like 100 pounds overweight <laughs> or over where I want to be, you know. That's really not good. So, uh, yeah. 
But yeah, I've been just, you know, just pretty undisciplined and weak in my months off between the Legion of Bears challenges that I do. Those uh, run every other month, you know, on and off. I, uh, you know, I seem to lose some weight and get a little bit more fit during the Legion months. <laughs> this being one, you know, this is current, we're currently in a Legion challenge month. But then when that's over and we get back in our off month, you know, those gains tend to stop and I tend to backslide a bit and cheat on my diet and slack off on working out, you know. So this month and next month, the off month of the Legion of Bears challenge, I'm going to definitely be pushing myself to just keep going through it and making sure that the gains keep coming. And uh, I'm establishing actually healthy eating patterns and consistent working out schedules and routines. Outside of just my daily work tasks, you know. We're gonna get again. We're gonna get into this again near the end here tonight. Again, tonight's gonna be very visual for the listeners out there. Um, and if you're here with me now, um, I don't know who you are. Nice to meet you, Ilkhan Ilkhanli. Ilkhanli says you're beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> muy bonita or muy guapo? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll say muy, muy muy guapo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not make. Let's not make it weird in the chat. <laughs> no, new friend Ilkhan Onley. Um, so yeah, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna talk about the, all the lies, all the fake news, all the memes and the conspiracies, and just all the general nonsense that has broken out over the last two weeks in uh, Eastern Europe. I'm sure you've heard about it. Someplace called Ukraine that I bet <laughs> I bet 80% of Americans, 90% of Americans couldn't point to on a map. And just, you know, the end of the Holocaust and the start of the screen wars and the empire of lies and the psyops and, you know, just what our response to it all should be. So tune in, stay tuned, hear me out on it all till the very end. And yeah. So again, thank you, Zezzy. <laughs> Always, always nice when you're here. Always nice when we're interacting. Um, Il Conley, new follower. What's up? What's going on? Hope all is well. Anyone here, send me comments or questions. Anyone watching the replay, send your comments wherever you're watching this. Or if you are pushing through and listening to it anyways, send them my way. But uh, yeah, that was get into it. First little meme here. That's why I said it's a visual thing. You're not going to see. You're not going to be able to understand what's going on. But as you can kind of see from my little meme picture, first of many here tonight, you, uh, what's going on, Demon Hunter Bear? What's going on? Oh, sevens. Nice to have you in. So as you can see from my little, little picture here, we got the, we got the virus making its way out the door. Headed, headed to the exit while you have uh, missiles entering in. You know, giving a nice little hello wave. A little nice to be in the building <laughs> wave, you know. Out with the old narrative, in with the new narrative, you know. Summarizing a nice little uh, cartoon graphic. And so like I talked about two weeks ago on my live stream, number 85, titled uh, Truckers and War Drums. If you want to go back and listen to that. Happened a couple days before the invasion. Um, I've talked about this, you know, how they're ending the COVID narrative and starting, you know, beating, to beat the war drums, however real or fake they may be. And, uh, you know, we just seem to be excited the COVID PSYOP is, is over and everyone's really energized to be entering into a new new PSYOP. We're really excited about the new, the new story that's coming in, you know, with a very uh, strong war theme to it. 
Now that, you know, the adverse side effects are starting to show up and the death counts are beginning to be noticed and the mandates, the curfews, and, you know, just the laws in some cases have been pushed back against or just refused outright in places at times. We are now witnessing a uh, sweeping under the rug moment of all the nonsense we endured for the last few years, you know. Out with the old and with the new. As you see from this picture here, you got uh, Fatty Bill Gates, who also needs to lose 50, maybe 100 pounds. <laughs> um, sweeping up, sweeping up all the mess, all the COVID psyop mess under the uh, rug, under the bearskin rug of, of uh, Mother Russia. Yeah, Demon Hunter says, out with the hand sanitizer squirting and in with the ma-Russia squirting. Yes. Well said. <laughs> Good rhetoric there. <laughs> yeah, they are trying to, you know, just quickly move on to the next narrative and pretend like nothing is wrong, hoping people will generally just forget about what, you know, I guess just forget about how wrong these medical tyrants and fear mongers were for the last two years and just disregard the consequences that are resulting because of that. Just forget about it. Just move on. Nothing to see here. So, you know, we're moving on to this next PSYOP and they are quickly rolling out the new buzzwords. Like Demon Hunter said, Marussia. Um, and they're rolling out the new threats and the new enemies. You know, Russia, potentially China. You know, these guys are bad. Bad guys. Evil guys. They're the enemies. The threats. It's no longer an invisible thing that's potentially on your skin or in your body. It's now Russia. It's those guys over there. The big bad meanie pants over there. And we are to focus our attention over there. That's the key word. Focusing your attention, your energy over there to a place called Ukraine. That, again, like 75% or 90% of Americans just wouldn't be able to point to on a map. Yet, you know, 100% of us are supposed to be emotionally invested in their current conflict with uh, their neighboring country, Russia. Ma, Russia. Who we have been poking and pushing and disrupting and threatening for a while now. You know? So let's see, this guy tweeted, I don't know this guy, I don't, can't vouch for him, no idea who he is, The Mood 2020, <laughs> Sir Mood 2022. Don't know if it, how true this is, but it rings true, if it's not, you know. You never know when someone's like, my my child, my, that's like the, the meme, right? My kid said, my six-year-old said, <laughs> blah, 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 like, you know, insert profound ridiculous statement here that a six-year-old would never say ever in his life Stay with a grain of salt but it rings true he says you know my son has to go into school next week dressed as a ukrainian flag i'm all for the solidarity and support of the poor ukrainian people but he's six and they shouldn't even be putting the fear of wars into their little minds two years of covid followed by this and that is key to you know putting the fear of blank into people's minds into the little minds that's why they're so adamant about putting these these masks on these children's faces. Even though we all know it's nonsense. The children were at no risk at all. Weren't spreading it to each other. Not dying. Not really getting sick. Yet they were so adamant about putting the masks on the children's faces. You know, It wasn't about health. It was about putting fear into their minds. It was really reminding themselves and 
each other that they are threats. You're a threat to the, another person. Another person is a threat to you. That child over there on the playground, he's a threat to you. You should be scared of touching him and interacting with him and being close to him. So that's why they're very adamant about putting those masks on kids so that they could put fear in the kids' minds. And so like he says, again, I don't know if this is true, but this just does ring true, that they are seeking to put fear of now wars into their little minds, whereas two months ago and for the last two years, it was putting the fear of a nonsense invisible virus into their little minds. So these people just, you know, in general have gone mad. <laughs> We're going to talk about this. They have gone mad. These people have gone mad and they call us the mad ones for not joining them in their madness. Just make sure not to join them in that madness. It's so crucial. Do not join them in their madness. When the world goes mad, you do not have to join them. They'll want you to. They'll pressure you to. They'll try to convince you to. They'll scare you. They'll, they'll get angry at you. They'll do whatever they can, whatever technique it takes to get you to join their madness. All you have to do is just say no. Refuse to join them. Let them be mad by themselves or with their other mad little friends. So these liars, so I guess as you can see here, a little meme again. You know, the same people who've been saying, if it saves just one life, if it just, if you wearing a mask saves just one life, I'll do it. You know, for the last two years, those guys, we all know those guys. You might have even been one or still are one. <laughs> Hopefully you can see yourself out of my stream if that's the case. But, you know, those people that have been saying, if it saves just one life. For the last two years are now the same ones screaming to war <laughs> let's go to war let's go kill people <laughs> let's go cause a war that's going to kill millions and millions of people you know but you know just a month ago three months ago for the last two years they were saying you know how dare you not wear a mask or you might potentially somehow in some way kill someone one person how dare you not wear a mask? How dare, how dare you not comply with all my nonsense? You just might potentially somehow randomly kill one person that you never know and never will meet ever again, you know? Now they want to go to war. <laughs> now they want to start a massive war with, uh, you know, the two biggest between the two biggest military powers in the world. Great, you know? So, you know, these liars, these cowards, these wannabe tyrants have gone from trying to make us inject ourselves with questionable at best uh, chemicals. <laughs> questionable at best. The best case scenario is that they're very questionable chemicals. Um, these same people are trying to lead us into a war on the other side of the world that we will not win. We just simply will not win this. So we could stalemate. Stalemate at best, but we won't win it. Yet they want us to go and fight. Again, they are mad. <laughs> they are mad. And they want that they want us to join them in their madness. We do not have to. It's the good news. We do not have to join them. And those of you out there, like myself, who refuse to go along with all of these mask mandates and experimental gene therapy injections and church closings and business closings know that we do have a choice. We had a choice the whole time. We made the right choice. We said no when people wanted us to comply with their madness. Um, 
you know, everyone has a choice through this all. They're all just narratives. They're all just psyops. And you have a choice to participate or not, to join or to not join. And not joining these mad people in their madness will result in a loss of friendships or even family bonds. And it will result in a loss of privileges at times. And you'll lose your ease and your comfort. But it is worth it to stand your ground, to be right and do right, and to not go along to get along with all of these mad folks who, again, are trying to, as you can see here, who are, again, trying to start a global, highly destructive, very deadly military conflict that could easily escalate into the biggest war in recorded human history. Just do not join them in their madness. Let the mad call you mad and refuse to join them. Refuse to join them. So these people, you know, these people didn't even stand up for their own freedom or protect their children from the nonsense and evil that has swept over our society in these last couple of years. And now they want to shout loudly about defending a nation called Ukraine from supposed evil on the opposite end of our realm. These people put masks on their children, closed their neighbors' businesses and churches, tried to bribe and scare others into taking an experimental gene therapy injection, sought to get people who refused to participate in it at all canceled and fired. And now these same people are acting like they are going to stand up against big bad Russia under a false banner of hope and freedom. They want to pretend to be freedom fighters now for a nation they have never been to, a foreign nation they don't understand anything about, from their culture to their language to their history to the true cause of this almost decade-long conflict. These Babylonians just get their marching orders from those above them in the beast system, and, you know, they just enjoy living in Babylon. Babylonians enjoy their life in Babylon. Let them. Let them. Someone coming in hot in the chat in the chat, right on time. You know, as I'm playing, as I'm showing the NPC memes. Dank Roach in the chat coming in hot on Twitch. What is this? Are you pro-Russian? Yeah. You know, because it has to be one or the other. You have to be a binary, right? If you're calling out the nonsense of people buying into false narratives of, being, of uh, blindly supporting Ukraine, if you're calling it like it is, calling them and showing them as they are, NPCs who are taking their marching orders from the top, you have to be pro-Russian then, right? You know, if you're against putting a mask on a kid's face, you, you must be pro-Trump. You're a pro-Trump crazy. You're a racist. You're a pro-Trump racist. If you... <laughs> right? So again, refuse to join these people. Think for yourself. Don't be one of these mindless NPCs taking their marching orders, taking their plug-in inputs, taking their, you know, defend Ukraine. <laughs> mindless floppy disk inserts into the brain. Trust instead in your creator and follow his right ways instead of just the agendas and narratives told to you by those who are working for Satan, whether they even know it or not whether they know it or not. So yeah, this little meme. Yeah, here you go. So you don't auto automatically trust the unproven anecdotes that sound like they're straight out of a Marvel movie? 
So you must be pro Putin, says Dank Roge in my Twitch chat. <laughs> Are you pro Russian? Oh, you don't automatically trust what the media is telling you? That you should support Ukraine and hate Putin? You must be pro Putin and pro Russia then, right? No, no. Actually, you know, as the meme says, um, I'm pro not trusting people who literally wanted me to die for not wearing a mask six months ago. <laughs> That's my side. That's the side I'm on. After two years of these mad people begging for freedoms to be taken away from all those here in our nation, running and hiding from an invisible, statistically non-existent threat, hiding in their homes for weeks or even months, closing their businesses and churches, and demanding that others around them do the same, these same wannabe medical tyrants have now become advocates for freedom and democracy abroad. But those of us who aren't vaccine damaged, those, who, uh, those of us who aren't NPCs and useful idiots, those who are not blinded by their sins or in open rebellion against their creator, can see through all of these lies and deceptions. These dishonest attempts by evil people to spread evil. We aren't falling for this newest psyop. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. We're not falling for this newest psyop. We didn't before or we learned our lesson from the last one. And we aren't just blindly obeying and following the narratives and the agendas. And we aren't going to be conceding any ground or surrendering to the evils and wickedness that is seeking to bring us down and lead us astray. Now and always. By now, we should all be awake and aware enough to see just, just, you know, see through all these agendas being pushed on us by those who are doing the bidding of Satan, whether they know it or not, the useful idiots of Satan or the minions of Satan. These people are just rejecting and rebelling against our creator. They are seeking to invert his creation, divide and distract people away from faith in him and in worshiping him and they seek to get as many people to live with low vibrations and in fear and with as much anger and resentment as they possibly can they want to make people heathens and hedonistic living for now and for themselves not for something greater and beyond themselves in the eternity to come following this current life and those that have not yet returned to a spiritual reunion with their father through his son are going to fall victim to one or some or even all of these agendas right they'll just keep taking their marching orders and obeying and soon just become a mindless npc that repeats whatever they're told to do whatever they're told to say whatever they're told to wear post what you're told told to post and they'll do that so that they can get their pleasures and their comforts and their stuff and their security and to try to live the best life they can here and now for as long as possible. But those of us with eyes fixated on eternity, focused on living righteously and determined to do our part in building God's kingdom, just are not the ones that fall victim to all this noise and all this nonsense. We see right through the agendas and we can hear the whispers of Satan uh, seeking to lead us away from our Lord in his right ways. We have trained ears, ears to hear the whispers of Satan, and we don't just blindly obey and follow him. And 
as you can see here from this little funny picture, even the conservative gatekeepers, the neocons and the warhawks that are supposed to be, quote, our guys on, quote, our side, are even joining in to bang the war drums to help their sponsors and their funders sell their arms and to generate clicks and views on their own videos and their own podcasts or to even help do the bidding of the foreign governments that they truly support or belong to, to play their own role in the scripts that the beast has created for them, has drafted for them and assigned to them. And we just have to be on our guard against all of it, against every single one. All men, do not trust in man, trust in God alone. Be on your guard against those who are trying to manipulate your emotions and lead you away from God and his right ways. Don't fall victim to it. Even if they wear your, you know, even these people have agreed with, agreed with you in the past or they wear the right colors as you or they push back against the same enemies as you during, you know, other time periods, during other events in our timeline. We just can't go along with these people and the, their beating of the war drums just because they generally agree with us or have agreed with us in the past or we're told that they're on our side or that they're with us, you know, quote unquote. They are just other people who are fully immersed in the beast system. They love being a part of it and will do whatever is required of them to maintain their positions in the hierarchy of the beast system or even rise in it. They will say and do whatever it takes to keep their pleasures and their comforts, their security and their stuff. Even if it is at the expense of doing what is right, and even if, it, even if what they are doing or advocating for leads to the destruction of foreign lands and even the deaths of innocent people. These grabblers and schemers and gatekeepers and grifters and shills and phonies will just do whatever the beast wants them to do, right? They'll play whatever part the beast wants them to play. They'll read their script, wear their, wear their assigned outfits, their wardrobe, and fall in line with whatever the beast wants them to do. We, however, must continue to trust in our Lord and Savior. Seek, you know, seek to follow him, obey him, despite the consequences that may result. And pursue righteous living at all times in order to avoid being manipulated into participating in wickedness. Make sure you out there listening, you, you're the only one you have control over. You make sure to not join in all this madness. Do not go along with the mad people in their madness. Even if, you know, they don't really at first appear to be one of the mad ones. Don't fall victim to it. Don't let them lead you into the madness. Trust in God alone, seek his right ways and the truth at all times. Be still and know that he is in control and has a plan for you and everything else he has created. Stay close to him and avoid falling victim to the despair and the fear and the anger that Satan uses to lead you astray. Refuse to join their madness. That's all you have to do. Team Hunter, my dude, coming in hot in the chat. Says, out with the hand sanitizer squirting, in with the mud rush squirting. Yeah. Corn Pop was a bad dude. <laughs> and he's going by Putin these days. Yeah, Corn Pop. Seems like the indoctrination machine is driven into hyperdrive these days. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. By the way, the stash is on point, brother. It's a good look. Yeah, yeah, man, you missed it. It's stash season, you know? Stash season, my dudes. It's year of the stash. Year of the mustache, did you know? In the Chinese lunar calendar, it is the year of the mustache. So stop being racist and get the stash. Shave your beards or grow out the stash, you know? Stop being racist and get a mustache. <laughs> Chinese New Year is is the must year of the year of the year of the stash year of the mustache. Now, you know, moving on. This uh, just isn't easy for most to accept. <laughs> you know, most people watching or listening here to me. If you're still here, if you're still listening. If you're not the guy that thinks I'm pro-Russian because I'm calling out the nonsense narratives and the NPCs going along with the pro-Ukrainian lie campaigns by the Empire of Lies, which we'll get to. For most of you, it's easy to accept. But for most people in general, it's not easy to accept this. But, you know, this outrage at Russia or the heartaches about Ukraine are not real. Those thoughts and those emotions were put there by people who know us better than we know ourselves. And even those people are controlled and operated by spiritual darkness and demonic forces. There have been dozens of wars and millions of casualties in the last 20 years alone. And you didn't care about any of them. Or even know any, about any of them even happening. Until and unless the satanic forces told you. There is an evil empire of lies. A hierarchy of vacated souls working for the Prince of Darkness and the Great Deceiver. It has existed since the fall of man. It continued on to when Satan tempted Jesus and offered him a seat at a throne almost at the very top. And it even continues on to this day. Did you know Satan's reign continues on to this day? Plaguing all the nations and all the peoples and seeking to destroy us all and seeking to lead us all into an eternal darkness. Separated from the truth and the love of our maker. Yeah, Il Conley says, there's a mustache somewhere in my beard. Yeah. Uncover the stash, bro. <laughs> Uncover that stash and that beard. Free the stash. Hashtag liberate the stash. <laughs> Hashtag free the stash. <laughs> Spread democracy to your face and liberate that mustache from that beard. <laughs> so here, we're not going to read the whole thing, but just a little quick snippet from Putin's epic speech he gave the other night. Putin slams the West's empire of lies. By the way, this is a quote um, from Putin. By the way, American politicians, political scientists, and journalists themselves write and say that in recent years, an actual empire of lies has been created inside the United States. It's hard to disagree with that, as it's true, <laughs> Putin stated. Now, Putin himself obviously also sits at a throne that was given to him, whether he knows it or not, by our enemy. Right? He isn't the hero here. So yeah, this guy asked me, are you pro-Russian? No. <laughs> Putin isn't the hero here. But he is right. And he is sharing a lot of truths. 
And, you know, that speech and another's, the speech he gave last week, that I'm not going to play here, but you should look it up and watch with a discerning mind, read between the lines of what he's saying. He does point out the clear hypocrisy and the lying nature of the beast system and how corrupted and evil our nations in the Western world have become. You know, now that we have, as a collective, rejected God and his right ways, maybe not you or I individually, but as a collective, our nation as a whole, our nations in the Western world, have rejected God and his right ways. And have instead sought to attempt to build utopia here and now in this place by using emotional manipulation techniques and lies and even force sometimes. Essentially building an uh, empire made out of cards, you know. And we all know it, either outright or deep down inside, you know, that we are living in a society full of lies and deceptions with corruption running rampant and decaying of morality causing so many problems and so much chaos. We all know it and we can all feel it. You don't have to be able to measure it scientifically or mathematically or have some statistic or research study to prove it. We know what's happening. We can feel it. It's obvious, you know. You know what's up. If you're awake, that is. <laughs> if, you know, we aren't one of those completely vacated NPCs I'm putting on the screen earlier. Or just, you know, entirely useful idiots that are just being used and abused by dark forces to push evil agendas. Lies, lies, lies. An empire of lies. Sworn by lies. Plagued by lies. Led astray by lies. Lies all around us. Lies to end the COVID psyop, which was itself a whole bunch of lies. And to now enter us into a new set of lies to sell arms and confiscate wealth and move NATO further into the east and continue, continue to encircle Russia and China and India and push them out of the banking system and make failed threats against them and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We are living in an empire of lies, one that, you know, covered up actual genocidal atrocities in the Middle East and Africa for the last 20 years, played things down, denied things happened entirely, who lied about the, everything that started those wars, those seven or eight wars that we entered into across the Middle East and Africa over the last 20 years, lied throughout the entirety of those wars and continues to lie to this day about everything that went on and is still going on in those wars. Um... You know, an empire of lies that is now lying about the conflict in and around Ukraine and lying about the real motives and reasons for all of this, which, you know, usually the case in most war wars, quote unquote, it's really just disputes over banking interests and currency disputes. And it's just a general competition for control over resources and labor. Basically, it's just cartels or human farmers or whatever label you want to attach to them managers of people fighting over or fighting with other managers of people or fighting with or other human farmers over their lands and their livestock and their supplies and their bartering systems just using lies in order to do so using lies to get people to comply with the nonsense and this itself, this whole Ukraine situation, is just a relatively small military conflict that's breaking out right now. As much as everyone wants to turn this into a big deal, it's pretty small, it's pretty insignificant. 
it's pretty bloodless, <laughs> you know, compared to when we enter wars, <laughs> compared to what we do when we decide to invade a nation and turn it into a puppet state of ours. Russia seems to basically be using its military might to ensure the legitimacy of two new states in the Donbass region that want to secede from Ukraine, who have sought to secede from Ukraine, who have held actual elections and voted unanimously to secede from Ukraine. And either, I think they want to join Russia, but at the very least they want to leave Ukraine and become their own nations. And Russia is basically doing what they need to do to secure that. Not annexing them into Russia, but securing them as two legitimate new states um, under the protection of the Russian military. Um, and the Russian military it seems to just be on a mission to destabilize and immobilize the current Ukrainian regime that has been established by Western powers, a regime who is close to joining NATO, whether they, they want to admit that publicly or not. You know, despite all the agreements, the many agreements in recent history between Russia and NATO to not do that exact thing. You know, promises were made to not do that thing. And yet here they are trying to do that thing. So here Russia is trying to stop them from doing that thing. <laughs> you know. What seems to be really happening over there now is a military campaign designed to encircle the armies and the cities, the important strategic cities of Ukraine, and force them to reestablish a new government that isn't just a puppet for the global homo powers, the clown world powers that be, the human farmers, the cartels, whatever you want to call them, the globalists. <laughs> Russia at this point... You know, Putin's Russia, it's not the Russians, but the Russian government, the Russian military at this point seems to be trying to wipe out the Ukrainian military and in order to force negotiations and new elections to take place. They have said that that is their intention from the beginning. It seems to be like what they have wanted to do since 2014. Um, and even just generally before that, when the color revolution swept over Ukraine in what, like 2010? And that is what it looks like their military is doing right now. If you can read between the lines of the liars and our media companies, or if you just actually read the news coming from less biased international sources. But this empire of lies that we are in is making this out to instead be some kind of full-on invasion, some kind of atrocious genocide taking place that is designed to completely destroy Ukraine and massacre all of its people, support Ukraine from this genocidal maniac named Putin, right? That's what we're hearing from the empire of lies. Which, you know, that's just kind of like actually the tactics that are that is typically used by the U.S. and the other NATO countries when we are the ones that want to topple foreign governments and make them our own puppet states. You know, our long track history, our long record of doing that in the last 20 years, not back in World War II or hundreds of years ago, but like literally right now in Iraq, literally right now in Syria and in Libya, and like what has happened in the last 20 years is like exactly what the fear-mongering is coming from the Empire of Lies right now. You know, it's us. It's we. Maybe not you and I, like Americans, but it's our government and our leaders 
our military that seems to be the ones that drop bombs on cities and <laughs> you know, pour chemicals or explode chemicals on people, drone strike weddings and hospitals and seek to cause as much damage to infrastructure as possible and to kill as much of the population as possible to force them to surrender and accept our terms and conditions. Becoming puppet states of ours. Toppling foreign governments and implementing our own there instead. Under the guise of spreading freedom and democracy, you know? <laughs> Gonna bring some democracy to Libya, right? You know, and how did that turn out? But all of that, all of the usual tactics that we use against, against nations we want to invade and take over and force to be our puppet states... All of those tactics like actually don't seem to be the case here, you know, despite what the media is screaming loudly about, you know, that doesn't seem to be the case, at least so far here in this war with Ukraine and Russia, at least yet, you know, time will tell as Russia right now just seems to gently and cautiously be moving towards the major power centers and economic centers of Ukraine and seems to be using siege tactics to convince the population to surrender with less lethal and destructive means than typically is used by the NATO countries. So with all of this, our empire of lies needs to manufacture victims and atrocities and bloodshed and the need to emotionally manipulate people into believing that the Ukrainians are innocent and outnumbered, but also brave and skilled, you know? They're not cowards running away from the fight. They're just innocent people truly all of them and they're outnumbered and they need our support they need fighter jets sold to them by raytheon and boeing <laughs> they need guns sent you know sold to them by the state department it's all just to justify selling that nation and the companies there arms and supplies and resources from us you know how how nice of us how nice of our companies to sell them fighter jets and bombs and guns and armor <laughs> and tanks and you know outfit clothing and whatnot and food and supplies and ammunition how nice of us to sell them raytheon and boeing and lockheed martin military materials <laughs> how nice and generous of us right and they just need to spread all these lies, not only to sell their arms and make money and profit off of all this, which is usually the case in wars and conflicts, but to potentially justify later on joining the conflict ourselves and making this whole thing into an actual war in time. You know, they are planting the seeds, the emotional seeds of deception now. Planting those seeds to potentially join the war ourselves later on. I'm going to play this now. I mean, just look how happy these little crisis actors are getting their makeup done for this photo shoot. It's just it's just adorable how happy these crisis actors are. Just be a part of it, you know? They're just they're just a part of the conflict, you know? They're so excited to play their part in the fake war and campaign of lies that's taking place right now. Look at them go. Look at them getting uh, add some blood to the face. You got the jacket down. You got, you know, really realistic blood on the jacket. Really realistic blood on the jacket there. Let's make sure we touch up the face, make it look a little more realistic. Just look how happy they are. Look at look at them. Let's, let's play this again. Look how happy they look to just be able to be a part of the show. Smile for the Empire of Lies cameras. 
<laughs> smile, smile before the photo shoot for the Empire of Lies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they use these lies. They use so many lies to manipulate emotions and justify their own evils. It's kind of as simply put as it is. Just watch out for this stuff. Don't be swayed into supporting any side of a military conflict just because a picture or a video clip or a story has been shown to you. Especially from those in the beast system working for the Empire of Lies, right? First and foremost, if they're telling you that, if those people are telling you something, watch out. <laughs> Use some discernment. Use some common sense, you know? Just don't be dumb, guys. Stop being dumb about some of this stuff, you know? <laughs> How dumb are you? <laughs> So we saw, I'm going to bring up some pictures and some clips. We saw just in the last few weeks alone, all these ridiculous, ridiculously nonsensical stories about guerrilla fighters taking out tens or hundreds of tanks, you know, pickle jars taking down fighter jets and the ghost of Kiev fighter pilot who shot down a bunch of Russian fighter jets and, you know, countless stories about brave women joining up to fight the good fight. You know, as well as young boys and older men who have decided to take up arms and defend their homeland from the barbarians. Putin's barbarian army. While fake news companies like CNN and MSNBC and, you know, even Fox News, you know, boomer, the boomers and their, their, their glorious Fox News, even they are showing, you know, these supposed heroes in the Ukraine holding cardboard cutouts of guns or... You know, holding and displaying plastic airsoft guns as if they're really part of some resistance force. And, you know, just people who clearly, like, don't understand how guns work. <laughs> despite clearly being dressed up to look the part like they are actual freedom fighters in an actual war. You know, being shown by the Empire of Lies media companies. So we're going to show some stuff here. You might have seen some of this, but... About how brave... You know, here's a real news report of, you know, hey, look at the freedom fighters. Look, they're freedom fighters, brave military combatants fighting off the barbarians. Oop, there goes this clip. Oops, there goes this clip. Stay still, guys. Keep pretending. Keep pretending. Oh, here's your clip back. Here's your clip back. Make it look real. Make it look real. Difficult. Slowly, cautiously put the clip back in. Make it look real. Make it look real. Make it look real. <laughs> Don't act suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> we really got we to really pretend to be real here, guys. Stop dropping your clips on the ground. And here's Fox News. Boomer Paradise. Fox News. Boomer Right Wing Paradise. Trustworthy. Always trustworthy Fox News. Really seriously aired a clip of Ukrainian quote-unquote freedom fighters with smiles on their faces, it seems, and cardboard guns in their hands. <laughs> Literally cardboard cutouts of AK-47s in their hands. So yeah, there's that. <laughs> there's that. What about this? You know, the ghost of Kiev that went around. That story that they seriously tried to promote as being real. Someone obviously is posting a mockery of it on Twitter. You know, breaking Ukrainian MIG-29 jet pilot known as the ghost of Kiev, who has allegedly, allegedly downed six Russian jets achieving ace status, has been identified as 36-year-old Samuel Hyde. 
<laughs> you heard that correctly. Samuel Hyde. And then someone seriously responded, please take this down. He may have family that you're issuing a death warrant for. <laughs> so you don't know who Sam Hyde is. You don't get the joke. I guess you're just not going to get it. It's probably going to take too much time to explain it. But yeah, of course it's fake. And people are buying even the obviously fake, ridiculous mockeries of the Empire of Lies forgeries. Even the blatant mockeries of the lies are being believed by people online, you know. So again, don't fall for just anything you see on the internet, guys. This is a good one. I like this one. A little cute, little cute yellow lab here. Yellow lab mixed with something, maybe. This may look like a normal pet, but this dog has over 85 confirmed sniper kills all over the city of Odessa. This dog has caused so much damage to the Russian military that they are hastily pushing to the front line anti-K9 units all of which have been killed so far by this unlikely warrior. To his owners, he is known as Alexander. But to his countrymen, he is known as the Wolf of Odessa. And he is on the hunt. <laughs> just so perfect. There were so many of these that popped up because it's just people blatantly and hilariously mocking the Empire of Lies and their lies, their obvious lies, you know. So here, you know, they try to like, there's a bunch of these that went around where they tried to show explosions over cities and bombs going off over cities. And they were, you know, either stuff that happened in the Middle East previously or stuff that, you know, here you can see in Belgrade, Belgrade, 1999, you know, 20 year old clips of bombings, bombs going off in cities or fires in cities and people, the Empire of Lies legitimately using old footage, just flipping it around. <laughs> Using a horizontal flip on the image and then calling it Kiev. You know, that like anyone in their right mind who knows like the skyline of Kiev would be able to point out as being fake or false. But they just like seriously run with this stuff and people then seriously believe it. And that's the problem is falling for the, the lies told by the obvious empire of lies, you know, obvious lies told to us by the empire of lies. So this is a good one. Uh, <laughs> again, you're just going to have to see it. I'm not going to explain it too much. If you know, you know. But, you know, it says, Breaking four-star Ukrainian admiral killed after Russian Scud missile sinks submarine. And if you know, you know. <laughs> Who is pictured? It's a good one. It's a good one or a bad one, however you want to frame it. O-7s for that. O-7s for, for, for that. Poor general who, poor admiral who died from the hands of the Russians, you know. I think the video cameras ran out and they found him in a, in a cell, you know. Somehow he killed himself in his jail cell following a Russian Scud missile that sunk his submarine, you know. But they found him in his jail cell and he committed suicide somehow, supposedly. 07's in the chat for that brave admiral. <laughs> and then here's just a quick rundown so, so far in the Ukraine and this list has surely gotten longer since then but so far we have in Ukraine you know a video of China explosion in 2015 being passed off as happening in Ukraine wooden AK-47s like legitimately used Snake Island soldiers didn't die after telling off the warship they're not even POWs 
video game footage, like literal video game footage of fighter jets and bombs that are being portrayed in the media and on the internet as being real, genuine, authentic, real attacks, atrocities committed by the Russians, even though that's literally video game footage, models posing with airsoft guns, and CNN stating a man who already died in another event, now died in the Ukraine too. I forgot to send that to myself. I was going to put that one, but yeah, they, you know, said this guy died in the, um, you know, so-and-so died in Afghanistan when he couldn't, he wasn't able to get out in time and the Taliban killed him, you know, and then literally the same guy, the same picture and the same name. They didn't even change the name. They didn't even Photoshop the picture a little bit. They didn't even do the horizontal flip on the picture, you know, <laughs> just the same guy, same picture. Also, supposedly, legitimately, really, truly died in this by the hands of the Russians, you know. He died by the Taliban last year, but now he also, too, died by the Russians in Ukraine. You know, so 07 is in the chat for that guy. <laughs> that fake guy. 07 for that guy. Yeah, Slap Weasel in the chat. What's going on, my dude? Yeah, 07, Demon Hunter. 07 in the chat. For all the fake people who have died at the hands of the barbaric R Russians, you know. So, uh, yeah, what's going on, Slap? Good to see you. Demon in the chat. We'll read some of the chats here. Demon in the chat says, Invasions are okay for me, not for thee. Tee-hee, tee-hee, says the Grabbler oligarchy. Yeah, very poetic there. Shock and awe, MFR. <laughs> Gee, I wonder who Jonathan Corey has been reading. Could it be? Yeah, who have I been reading? Do you know? Do you know? Like Sir Robin from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, the Ukrainian soldiers bravely run away from battle. Yeah. Hollywood likes it when the sodomy jays hook up with the cool kids in the war jays circle. Yeah. <laughs> All the sodomy jay words love it when the warhawk J words are uh, agreeing with them on something. You mean there aren't tactical babushkas laying, <laughs> laying waste to hundreds of tanks with their RPGs? No, though, didn't you hear the babushkas are using pickle jars to take down uh, fighter jets? You didn't hear about that? <laughs> Cardboard guns makes it tougher to detect in the metal detectors. Metal detectors, yeah. Thinking outside the cardboard box. <laughs> Sam is a millionaire club oligarch. Yeah, Sam Hyde is one of them. You know, pictured here, Russian oligarch who had all of his assets frozen. Samuel Hijeki. <laughs> Hydmanov. Samuel Hydmanov has lost all of his... The, the, the Russian billionaire oligarch has lost all of his money. Frozen by the uh, Western banks. I love how they rehash footage of a civilian building bombed by NATO jets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we take footage of us bombing people and then like, re like reuse it at to like show how evil Russia is. <laughs> Look at Russia bombing. Oops. It has our missiles on. Oops. It has a uh, Raytheon sta stamped on the side of that bomb. Oops. Eesh, forgot to Photoshop uh, Lockheed Martin from that fighter jet that we're pretending is a Russian one right now, you know? Oops. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, the Idiot Box is the best name for a television I've ever heard. Yeah. 
Now, thank you, O7s, for that brave admiral who sacrificed his life um, doing what he loved most. Yeah, Vox Day. Yep. You guessed it. <laughs> the legend himself, Vox Day. <laughs> so these lies, I mean, it's just obvious, right? These lies are ridiculous. Are they not? Is it not obvious? Anyone paying attention out there? <laughs> I mean, even if you like are seriously watching CNN and Fox News or whatever, you know, side of the political aisle you want to pretend is still telling the truth and not the fake news, you know? I mean, you're looking at cardboard guns on the screen. You're looking at video game footage on the screen. You're looking at bombings that took place 20 years ago in another city on the screen. Like, even if you're... It's just hard. It's hard to believe people can be that stupid. <laughs> even when they're stupid and buying into the lies. Like, how can you be that stupid to not see how ridiculous this all is? And see that? See all these lies for that? Just being that, so ridiculous. And, you know, the memes that followed are entertaining and funny. You know, we're bringing them up now. We're, we're having a good laugh. We're laughing. We are laughing in the chat. You know, the memes and the jokes clearly pointing out the lies and making light of them. I think it's good. I think it's a good thing to do, right? But these falsehoods from the Empire of Lies have led to millions and millions of deaths in the recent past. And... This also could be leading us into many more deaths going forward. There, 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 there can be very real consequences to this, right? To all of these lies. It has happened in the past. It could easily happen again. It most likely will. If there truly is dumb enough people out there falling for it and buying this up. Although it is good for us to laugh them off and mock them publicly, right? You know, to make sure that we and others around us aren't falling victim to them, we still should understand that these lies can lead to serious consequences. And that, you know, however fake and manufactured this war or military conflict seems to be so far, it could easily escalate into something more. Easily escalate into something more. I know for a fact that he's poisoned his own people. He doesn't believe in. The worth of each individual. We must do everything we possibly can to stop the terror. Now watch this drive. <laughs> Even if I wonder, you're going to apologize for the million Iraqis that are dead because you lied. You lied about weapons of mass destruction. You lied about connections to 9-11. And you said you behaved. You said evil back. You said evil It's as funny as it can be. We are laughing. Yes, we are. And as fake and gay as this war seems to be so far, it can also become something very serious and very deadly in time. Let's make sure to not give it our support or our resources or our time or our energy. 
The Empire of Lies can only win if we start believing in them. If we start playing along with them. Refuse to do so. Mock the lies, call them out when you see them, and refuse to participate in them. You don't have to wake everyone up. You don't have to, like Alex Jones, fear wake everyone up. Just you simply lead by example. Do not participate in it. Don't even just go along with it to get along. You know, just stand your ground. Just be like, yeah, this is fake. This is stupid. I'm not buying it. We're not fighting more brother wars. You know, it's not happening. No, I don't support Russia. No, I don't support Ukraine. It's all stupid. It has nothing to do with me. You know, it's not in my garden that I'm tending to. And if you want one solid way of making light of the situation and flipping the script on the liars and the deceivers is to make this phony support for Ukraine into an absurdly racial situation. Shout out to Coddington and Owen Benjamin who brought this up. And there was another person who I can't remember the name who also brought this up, but you know, that's funny. We're going to have some good, we're going we're gonna, to, we're going to laugh. That's what, like what you have to do, right? You have to destroy these narratives that people are taking seriously by mocking them and making, making fun of them, right? So we can make this a ra- absurdly racial situation and make people really question their blind allegiance and blind support for one side or the other, right? So you have here, <laughs> yeah, the age of hilarious is slap. We must secure the existence of Ukraine and a future for Ukrainian children. <laughs> you know, insert tech... Hardcore techno music. <laughs> Insert Nazi theme music here. <laughs> we must secure the existence of Ukraine and a future for Ukrainian children. They want the Empire of Lies and they, quote unquote, the minions of Satan, the useful idiots of Satan want Ukraine to seem like the good guys, the defender of democracy, the freedom fighters, and the ones fighting off the barbarians. And if we can instead make them out to be what they are, white people, (laughs) very white people with blonde hair and blue eyes who are proud of their whiteness and their superior white genetics, it just might lead a lot of these NPCs and useful idiots to potentially rethink their blind loyalty and their public displays of support. If the people they are being told to support are clearly recognized for who they are, you know? <laughs> white supremacists who have white privilege and whose white lives don't truly matter until all the black lives matter, you know? <laughs> Just point it out, like you know, hashtag blue eyes, blonde hair. Post the blue and blue and blue and blonde in your profile. Stand with you. Stand with the white people of Ukraine. It's more important to stand with Ukraine than it is with hashtag Black Lives Matter. You know, hashtag blue eyes, blonde hair. <laughs> hashtag blue eyes, blonde hair. Yeah, I support Ukraine. I love white people. I love white people so much. That's why I'm supporting Ukraine, you know. I stand with Ukraine for a whiter future. (laughs) Hashtag blonde hair, blue eyes. Support the blue and gold. Support the blue and gold. These white people in Ukraine, they need our support and they need our money as they go to war with the Asian country of Russia. (laughs) <laughs> we must make sure that the whites of U- of Ukraine secure their privilege and superiority over those dirty Asians. <laughs> yeah.
you know. So there's just one. There's just one of the many, you know, good, humorous, true ways to flip the script on the Empire of Lies and poke holes in those narratives that they're using to potentially cause death and destruction abroad, you know. Just find ways to take their lies and use it against them. You know, they're going to bombard us with lies. Meme the crap out of them. Mock them. Make fun of them. Stand your ground. When your family and friends are like, oh, it's horrible what Russia's doing. Be like, yeah, I know, man. I really love those blonde-haired, blue-eyed Ukrainians. I just really love supporting them, you know. Make fun of it. Make light of it. Refuse to join in. What did you say earlier, Slap? Yeah, the truly stupid people are the binary purchasers of any given narrative. Yeah, the people who buy into the this or that. You have to be this or that. Instead of like anything else, any other option. None of the above. Option C. <laughs> maybe both. Maybe a little bit of both, you know. They want you to buy into one of two options in their false narratives, right? So yeah, let's make this potentially deadly conflict into one that's like just fake and non-existent, right? Let's make this just only fake and gay and not like dangerous and deadly and lethal. And let's just generally not invest our energy and our time and our resources into it, right? Yeah, it's fun to talk about it on a live stream or post memes on our Instagram pages and stuff. But like really genuinely, truly like don't spend your time and your energy on this stuff, right? Invest in yourself, your family, your community, and your church, first and foremost. Intend to your own garden. Stop worrying about what's happening in other people's gardens that are outside of your control. And we'll get to that. We're going to end with a good good talk about that. What's up, Stuntman Bear? 07 in the chat. From my dude, Stuntman. What's going on? No more brother war, says El Conley. I don't know who you are, but you're coming in hot tonight. I'm liking it, El Conley. Thanks for joining Hashtag no more brother wars. That's right. Zezzy, what's going on? Superior meme, yeah. Demon Hunter, Zezzy, Slap Weasel, my dudes. What's up? What's going on? So we'll move right along. I thought this was going to be shorter than it, than it appears to be. We're about a little over halfway, but stick with me. It's going to get good. You're going to see where I'm going with this in a minute. So we got this, you know, our buffoon of <laughs> a vice president that we have said, Ukraine is a country. This is a quote. This is a real quote. This is not altered. This is 100% exactly what she said. If you haven't seen this already, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, whatever you want to say, our buffoon vice president said, Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically, that's wrong. <laughs> so basically, that's wrong. <laughs> so Fox News coming in hot. I don't, you know, obviously, I'm, I don't, I, I don't have much respect or admiration for Fox News. If you haven't been able to tell throughout my streams, right? But they came in hot with this good, good one. <laughs> Kamala Harris mocked for quote terrifying explanation of Ukraine crisis, quote a real inability to talk normally. 
One critic wrote, you will hear higher levels of explanation of international affairs in Peppa Pig. And I literally, I forgot to even look this up, but I don't even know what Peppa Pig is. I just think it's like a children's show. <laughs> I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure it's like a little children's show, Peppa Pig. <laughs> but no matter what, it's hilarious. Because like even that, like the, what's the worst case scenario of what they could be talking about here? A, a little children's show? <laughs> and that's probably what it is. But I like this. I like this little meme. What is it, President Camacho from it, from uh, Idiocracy? Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically, that's wrong. <laughs> it's what plants crave. <laughs> Why you no have tattoo? Why you no have tattoo? <laughs> yeah. Cacklema needs to lay off the sauce, yeah. Cackle Mama. Camacho 2024. So the reason I'm bringing all that up, all that mess up, <laughs> is to transition to what I kind of really wanted to talk about tonight, these next two parts. Our victories over the last century or two have made us weak and dumb. <laughs> we have become mindless NPCs that will post a Ukrainian flag in our social profile and get outraged at Russia without being able to like probably point to either on the map, you know? Our victories, our success over the last century or two has made us stupid and degenerate and sinful, evil people in general. You know, not me or you here tonight, most likely, <laughs> but just us in general, our society, our neighbors, our nation have become stupid, degenerate, sinful people. Evil people who buy into the wickedness of wicked people. Um, and we have allowed these people to infiltrate our country, subvert it, take control of it, and turn a once Christian nation into a mockery, a big joke. Something out of a literal joke movie that mocks and makes fun of our country is literally what we're slowly devolving into. The hard times of the past have made strong men, right? The hard times of our nation's past made strong men. And those strong men made good times. It's undeniable. Some of the best times in recorded human history. You know, I mean, we can get in a whole dispute about Tartaria or whatever realm or realm empire or past history or old realm, old, old earth timeline history you want or whatever. But in the official story of our history, we have lived in some of the greatest times, if not the greatest times, the greatest time period ever, the American empire of the 21st century, the 20th and 21st century so far. However, we are about to witness and experience the consequences of weak men taking control of that government, of that nation and that society and leading the people that they are supposed to protect and govern away from God and his right ways. It just simply can never end well. The good times will make weak men and the weak men will make hard times. It just simply is a cycle of history that will repeat. And here you see, you know, 
the world is about to understand the meaning of weak men create hard times. <laughs> you know, we have a buffoon of a woman in the secondary, the second quote unquote highest position of power in our country. And we have a dementia riddled old man who likely poops his pants and can't finish sentences or read teleprompters correctly as quote unquote our most powerful man <laughs> in our nation. The quote unquote leader of the free world, you know, is a man who probably doesn't even know where he is right now. Kamala can point to them on a map. Russia is the big one. Yeah. yeah I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. So we have, you know, weak men, cre weak men creating hard times here, right? We in our country, not just Canada and France and the rest of the Western world, which is depicted here in this picture, but we in America have a, you know, just generally hated, <laughs> clearly mentally unwell president with a 32% approval rating that is trying to get us in the middle of an unpop unpopular military conflict on the other side of the earth that only 25% of Americans want to get involved in. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? And Vox, the legend, Vox Day, coming in hot with a gab, wrote, Dear would-be warmongers, please keep two things in mind when you are praying for Ukraine. Quote, praying for Ukraine. Number one, Fighting a land war in Russia is considered a synonym for proverbial stupidity in military circles for decades. Number two, Russia, China, and North Korea have 22% more nuclear warheads than the USA does. They also have a collective landmass 2.93 times greater than the USA. Do the math. While war with Russia is an option, it is an exceptionally stupid one. Sincerely, Fox. <laughs> Sincerely, the legend, Vox Day. <laughs> yeah. We will not win this war. If it's real, if it turns into a real war, World War III, and the battle lines are drawn, and it's Russia and China versus the Western powers... With some squabbles here and there, maybe India joins the West or not. We'll see about the little kind of secondary parties that join either or side. But just in general, Russia and China are going to win this world war. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Voxters, the gamma's on gab at least once every two weeks. Yeah. I mean, all you have to know just in general is that, you know, the Germans are 0-2 in World Wars. And if World War III breaks out, the Germans are on our side this time. Eesh. You know, yikes. <laughs> yikes. You know? That face when you realize that the Germans always lose World Wars and they're on your side this time. Yikes. Yikes. What could possibly go wrong? We currently have foreigners and women and sodomites and beta males plaguing our government and running our corporations. What did we expect? <laughs> what did we expect to result by allowing all this to happen, right? A dumbed-down, weakened population 
a crippled and <laughs> bloated and unskilled military force. A military too worried about emotions and feelings to actually be preparing for a potentially world conflict. You know, letting foreigners and women and sodomites and beta males run your government, you know, didn't really work out for the Assyrians or the Persians or the Greeks or the Romans or the Byzantines or the Abbasids or the Mongols or the Ottomans or the Romanovs or Napoleon or the Germans or the British, you know, probably is not going to work out for us either, right? <laughs> Just probably, you know, statistically speaking, probably not going to work out for us, right? As empires that grow too large and too prosperous due to their conquests and their victories just become weak and comfortable in time. It's inevitable. They abandon whatever made them strong and successful to begin with. They allow foreigners and weak people in general to take control of their government. And in time, they are conquered by the enemies at their gates who are not as soft, <laughs> right? The opposites got soft with their conquests and their victories and they got complacent and comfortable and spoiled and intellectual and smart and sinful. And then here come the Mongols marching at their gates with a horde, with siege equipment and horses and supply chains and actual battle tactics and an actual army that actually knew, knew how to fight and was determined to win. <laughs> here at the gates, what are you going to do, you know? The good times have made us weak, as it always does, and we are entering into the stage of our natural cycle of empire, where the weak men will surely bring about hard times, and we must start preparing for it all, right? As simple as it can be. Not only just by, you know, stockpiling guns and ammunition, that's kind of the first thing everyone wants, you know... <laughs> It's the first first thing everyone wants to rush to is just get guns and ammo and think you're okay. You know, I'm not saying we shouldn't do that. You should get tools. You should get resources that are going to be useful in the hard times to come. But first and foremost, you know, we need to just focus on crushing through these hard times and making sure to be truly great men, regardless of who those around us are and what they are doing, right? We need to be preparing our bodies and our minds and our souls for the increasingly difficult battles to come, not just stockpiling temporary physical resources, right? We need to be developing useful skills, learning survival tactics, and preparing to live with less. Truly learning to live with less. Our emphasis should return to the basic necessities like having a reliable clean water source, being able to start fires and cook food over them, and having or building reliable shelter. And our emphasis should be on the true source of wealth, our families, and our children. The future of us, ourselves, and humanity at large, right? We can still be fruitful and multiply in the hard times. You know, our ancestors did just that. <laughs> Our ancestors that made us, that brought about us, me talking right now and you listening right now, 
They were fruitful and multiply through the hard times. We are the ones who have been made weak by living through good times. The people who came before us, like our bloodline, the people who are responsible for us being here, crushed through the hard times. It's not like it's some impossible feat. It's not like I'm talking about some impossibility, you know. It literally happened and your ancestors did it. Not that long ago even, you know. It's very possible. It's very doable. And we have examples in our recent past that show us just that. That it is possible. It is doable. And your bloodline did it, you know. You can do it too now going forward. We can still and we will still crush despite how much society is or seems to be crumbling all around us. And we can still be the righteously masculine men and righteously feminine women. I almost said female <laughs> Women <laughs> that God created us to be, right? God created us to become righteously masculine and righteously feminine. And even if you haven't done that yet or you haven't started trying to become that yet, you still can. God created you to become that. So do it. Do it now. It's never too late. And thrive in the lives that he, your, the Lord, your God, has decided to give you and to all of us individually in this place and during this time. We were made for a reason. We were given this line, this life, in this time and in this place for a reason. And we were given these battles to face for a reason. Germans are last picket wars. Hello, Germans, says Wolves. What's going on, Wolves? If the Russians come to my state, I'll be happy to trade one of their new AKs for one of my AR-15s. You prefer the AK to the 15? It's like the great debate of Americans is which one's better. I personally prefer AKs, but... It's just smarter to get an AR-15 for a lot of other reasons, you know, at least in America. Easier to find the ammunition, easier to find clips. Everyone else has an AR-15, so as bodies start hitting the floor, you know, it's going to be easier to scavenge and salvage their their guns and their ammunition and their, you know, their additions and modifications and cool modifications and stuff on their AR-15s. It's just better, but in a perfect world, (laughs) I would love to have an AK. AKs are good too for just, you know, not having to clean them as often, being able to like withstand like water and dirt and mud and stuff. So there's definitely like pros and cons to both, but I think like in America, when crap hits the fan, it's just smarter to have an AK, an AR-15 just because other people have the AR-15. I wish more people would, would invest in AKs though, because I wish that would be the case. They poked the bear for nearly two decades and the bear bit back. Yeah, literally. Wolf says, Sean, please read this. And then doesn't post anything else. So, yes, I will read. Sean, please read this. Oh, hello, my Teutonic brothers. Is that what you meant? <laughs> hello, my Teutonic brothers. I don't. I don't believe I'm actually Teutonic. 
Teutonic is like uh, Russians, right? Is like um, the Cossack people. I might be ignorant about all that. I think it was like the Cossacks, right? That were in the Crusades were the Teutons. I admit I am a slight Kalashnophile, but I do enjoy ARs as well. Hola, TR Dales. Oh, Sevens, what's going on? Bear Sevens in the chat. Thank y'all for showing up. Appreciate y'all. TR Dales, Wolves, Ill Conley, new to the chat. What's going on? Slap Weasel, Demon Hunter, Stuntman, Legends in the chat. Thank you all for showing up and commenting. And I'm glad you're here because this is kind of what I wanted to end with was this. You know, I'm going to challenge myself to do this. I do it at times. I'm successful at times, but I'm challenging myself to do this consistently and potentially forevermore. And I challenge you all to do this as well going forward. I thought this was just great. So this is what it is. If you're just listening, it says three hours each day for self-improvement. One hour of physical fitness, one hour of mental fitness, one hour of spiritual fitness. The um, physical fitness involves running, hiking, lifting, martial arts, swimming, and sports. I would say work too if your work involves manual labor. The mental fitness involves reading, education, documentaries, podcasts, journaling, and debate. And the spiritual fitness involves meditation, prayer, spiritual studies, musical instrument, art and, art and crafts, and community service. Now I'm going to keep saying two to three hours because I believe you can, if you're really smart, you can overlap some of these. You know, you can be listening to like interesting, useful podcasts or you know, books on tape or whatever, audiobooks, while you're running and hiking. You know, so your one hour of physical fitness can also be one hour of mental fitness. Um, I don't believe your spiritual fitness can really overlap. I don't think that should be a priority. I don't think you should be praying while you are running or jogging. You know, you can, but I think you should separate that spiritual fitness into its own individual hour, separate and alone. But I think that we need to be carving out, again, two to three hours of your day, either one hour for each of these three things, or if you can somehow overlap your physical and mental fitness to being kind of happening at the same time, which is what I tend to do. I tend to listen to like interesting podcasts or books on tape while I am working out <clears throat> or while I am working. My job is a manual labor job. So, you know, I am doing like five to eight hours, five to 10 hours ish of physical fitness a day. <laughs> Um, while I listen to podcasts and whatnot during it. But no matter what, we need to be carving out two to three hours of our days to this, the self-improvement of these three physical, these three categories, the physical fitness, the mental fitness, and the spiritual fitness. We need to be getting our bodies, our minds, and our souls into healthy, functioning, growing, growing thriving states of being. Go out and learn useful skills and knowledge. Be informed about what is happening in your community and explore our history and how the world around us works. Get yourself up and moving and sweating and lifting and pushing through the pain into better, better physical well-being. 
Build and maintain the temple of that God has provided for your soul here and now. Take care of that temple God has given you. Read your Bible, pray, do silent prayer, sing worship music, play worship music, and grow closer to God through his word. Recognizing him and appreciating all that he has and will do for you. Some of you might already be doing one or two of these things already, maybe even all three. You know, you might just already be crushing and I'm talking to someone that doesn't need to hear this, right? Maybe you do some of these things, but you're not consistent, you know, with it or do enough of the time, spend enough time on these things and invest enough energy into these things. But I challenge you as I'm challenging myself now and going forward to push through the doubts and the fears the excuses and the pride that might lead you away from investing your time into becoming a better person, a strong person, a skilled person, a useful person, a needed person, and a righteous person that is going to be needed in these hard times that are clearly coming for us. It is time to stop putting this personal development off, and it is time to start crushing if you are not already. Now, I struggle with this, I make excuses, I prioritize my time poorly, and invest in things that are silly and unnecessary at times. I am strong in some areas of my life, and also very weak in others, and it is time to stop letting the satanic whispers lead myself and all of y'all out there away from the crushing that is going to be needed more and more, as our people, our nation... And our society in general begins to truly sink into these hard times that are incoming. Let's be sure to become the great men that push through it all successfully. And become the ones who make it, who make this next generation of even stronger men, even better men, even more righteous men. Who, you know, again, this next generation... So I'm implying that you're being unfruitful and multiplying and creating a next generation. Let's make sure to make them, you know, able to experience and endure the hard times, but also the ones who are able to fight and grow and build their way out of the mess. We might not be so lucky to experience that, but we can be a part of making and maintaining the next generation and preparing the next generation to be the ones who become the great men who overcome the hard times. And who grow and build their way out of the mess, you know? We might have to be the ones who endure and plant the seeds and build the foundation during the mess. (laughs) But let's also make sure that the next generation that we are leaving behind after we're gone, the next generation or two or three are the ones who become even better, even stronger, even more righteous than we are, and who develop and become the people who are going to build and grow and thrive their way out of the mess that is incoming. Now, like I said, I read often. I do. I listen to you know useful and insightful podcasts daily. I read my Bible daily and I pray every night, right? I do silent prayer throughout the day and I discuss theology and philosophy with people I interact with regularly, as well as here, you know, once once a week Monday night, as well as you know preparing and researching and doing stuff to get ready for these streams every Monday night. And, you know, I do a pretty good job of spending at least two hours a day, if not a lot more, 
you know, improving my mental and my spiritual fitness. But that physical fitness and the dieting and fasting disciplines, I am just severely lacking in. Like I said earlier at the start of the stream, I am determined now, finally, <laughs> to get myself back into shape, genuinely and truly. I uh, don't need six-pack abs, but I do need, need, do need to be physically fit and truly healthy. We all do. <laughs> um, and, you know, we have 24 hours every day. And six to eight of them are sleeping. Six to 12 of them could be, you know, working. And the, you know, going to work and coming home from it. And that, you know, makes for about 12 to 20 hours or so that we are busy with needed and necessary stuff. And that leaves a lot of time for us to carve, you know, one, two, three hours out of those days every single day to improve ourselves physically, mentally, and spiritually from this point going forward. It's time to stop making excuses and get going. Get on with the crushing, right? If you do, if you do decide to do this, take me up on this, start doing this. If you do it already and you crush at this already and I'm just like preaching to the choir and you're just like, oh man, I've been doing this for five years. What are you talking about? I've been doing this since the day I was born, you, you silly little fool. <laughs> if you do this, if you want to do this, let me know. Let me know how it goes. Um, you can write me letters in my P.O. box that I will keep private. Or, you know, also just send me messages to my DMs, my private messages on social media. I'd love to be encouraged by you, potentially encourage you, or just generally hear your side of things. What you're doing, what you're getting into, what you're up to. Because we need to be the change that we want to see in this world. And we need to start holding each other accountable to that. Especially us bears, the crushers that, you know, bears and bear adjacents out there. We need to be the legends, the crushers, the righteously masculine and feminine people that will survive the winter and will endure and prosper during the incoming hard times that the weak men have now brought upon us all. No more complaining, just crushing. No more victory. No more victimhood. Only victory. No more fears and doubts. No worries, no anger, and no resentment. Leave it all behind you. Leave it in your yesterday. Go forward into your tomorrow. And let's go become the great men and the great women that God created us to be. And let's put the work in required for such roles. Right? And just some last pictures here. Last few pictures here. This is also something that I have been lacking in and slacking off with. Um, and that is, if you can't see, if you are one of those people that still is pushing through this whole stream just listening, um, I have propaganda from World War II about victory gardens. And it says, War Gardens for Victory, Grow Vitamins at Your Kitchen Door. And a second one that says, Your Victory Garden Counts More Than Ever. Again, this is something I've been lacking in and slacking off with. I said, I've been, I, said I would do this for like the last three years which is truly learning to grow and make my own food. I tried and failed miserably at my old apartment complex that I had last year 
that had a few that had a couple raised beds out in the open. There's three raised beds for the apartment to use. I claimed one of them. Tried growing some stuff. Didn't really work. <laughs> some birds and squirrels and bugs got to it. Um, I think I also planted some things too late in the wrong season. And, you know, right now I don't really have a space or a way to grow anything at the complex I'm at now. And with that limitation, I have been studying and learning online about growing food, about managing and about building raised beds and how to efficiently place them and how to grow greenhouses. My new job actually has like a nursery on the side of it. So I'm like picking people's brains about planting. It's also a big thing we're doing is planting um, landscape installations. So we're like planting trees and planting bushes. Um, so I've really been trying to like get the information and learn what I'm doing, like mentally, like getting the knowledge of it, you know, and just picking the brains of everyone I encounter, not just the people I work at, but, um, anyone I encounter that says they grew up on a farm or they farmed animals in the past or they have animals now, or they've grown fruits and vegetables before or now just picking their brains, seeing, you know, oh, how hard is it? What's this like? What's that like? You know? What's the reality of the situation like? What season? What's the best thing? What's the smartest thing to do? You know, where were your mistakes? What would you prefer to do better next time? That sort of thing. You know, so I'm getting the knowledge there. I've been getting the knowledge, right? I've also started buying and collecting seeds and investing in my future Victory Garden. And if y'all want to send me some seeds, my P.O. box is in the show notes. So feel free to send me some seeds. I would love it. Heirloom seeds. I think we're growing... Nashville is, is a fine line. It's, a, it's either, um, I forget the phrase, but it's six or seven, the growing range, the growing number. I forget that terminology. The section or whatever it's called, I'm blanking on the name of it, but we're growing region, I think, growing region, growing region six and seven. So anything that can grow in a six or a seven should be good for me to grow. If you want to send me seeds, I would appreciate it. I'm making a little seed bank. Uh, I am buying and collecting them right now and investing in my future Victory Garden, like I said. But all that being said, it is past time for me to actually start planning and growing and building, right? So as much as I'm talking about it, as much as I'm learning, as much as I want to like act like I'm doing a good job, I still haven't begun doing this yet, right? I tried and failed last year and I haven't done anything this year at all. So I'm now determined when my lease is up this upcoming June that I'm going to be looking to move somewhere that I can actually start my own victory garden in one way or another and truly begin growing my own food. Even if it's just a single raised bed or just one single pot on a balcony ledge, you know. It is time for me and for us all to start learning to provide for ourselves and stop relying on the grocery stores and the banks and the corporations and the truckers (laughs) to provide for us and bring us our food, right? These supply chains are clearly breaking down and the chaos and turmoil in the markets are clearly ramping up. We need to stop pretending like the grocery stores are going to forever be there for us to pick food off of, you know? We, like our ancestors, I mentioned earlier, you know, and even just our grandparents in the recent past or great-grandparents, like them, we need to start learning how to be self-sustaining and less dependent on the beast system and its supply chains. And, you know, as World War III supposedly, apparently, somehow, maybe breaks out now or this year or next year or next decade, you know, whenever it happens, whatever it looks like, 
it is time now, clearly, to stop making excuses, excuses, and truly go out and start making our own victory gardens. It counts more than ever. <laughs> War gardens for victory. We need to get on with the growing and the building and the crushing. And again, we need to start also developing and improving ourselves mentally, physically, and spiritually. And lastly, I wanted to bring this up. I thought this was good. This meme, you know, it's easy for us to do this, right? Everything's fake. Everything's gay. Complain, complain. Mock, mock, mock. Point out how horrible and stupid everything is, right? That's great. I do it. Y'all do it. It's great. It's funny. It's a good time. And like I was saying earlier, like sometimes it needs to be done to point out the lies and make sure that other people aren't buying into them, right? But at the end of the day, we need to understand this bottom picture that everything's fine, right? We need not despair. We need not become angry and fearful, right? That's going to destroy us. That's going to cause us to self-destruct. We need to remember that everything's fine. It's fine right now. You know, it's all the, in, in all the chaos, in all the noise, you know, whatever, all the, you know, seemingly destructive and deadly psyops that are taking place around us that everyone else around us may or may not be buying into. Everything truly is fine if you make it to be. If you fixate your eyes on eternity, you will find the peace and the rest that your heart craves in the place where it truly belongs in the forever that is to come. If you trust in the Lord to provide and you are willing to obey him and work hard to produce for him and those that he has entrusted into your care and into your protection, including yourself, you know, not just those around you, but even yourself, you shall be blessed and you shall be provided for. Be sure to fixate those eyes, those pretty little eyes of yours on eternity. Let's go out, my dudes, and crush Let's focus on building and growing and protecting and providing for ourselves, our families, our communities, and our churches. Invest locally and just let Ukraine and Russia and England and Germany and China and Korea and the Teutons and the <laughs> everyone else out there deal with their own mess. We have our own families that need our own energy. We have other families nearby that also need our energy. And we need to be investing that energy not into screens and into the events that completely that are completely and totally out of our reach and out of our control. But we need to be instead, you know, focus on being fruitful and multiplying and becoming that legend that God created you to be. The legend that God created us all to be. One who tends to his own garden and does the work that is set before him. Let's establish a hill to grow on and not a hill to die on, as Owen Benjamin and the Bears like to say. Let's establish a hill to grow on and not establish a hill to die on. Everything is fine. Let's go crush, my dudes. <laughs> Let's go crush. So we're going to wrap up. I'm going to read your chats. Thank you all for tuning in. Challenge accepted, says Stuntman Bear. Yeah. The Legion of Bears is calling. Yeah, the Legion's already doing most of this already, right? That's already part of it. 
If you haven't already, join the Legion of Bears. You know, if you haven't already, you're going to have to join two months from now. What is that? So we're in March. April's an off month. So May, you can become a recruit in the Legion of Bears. You can go back to my live stream 80 where I talk to the legend, Joe Gagan, about the Legion of Bears and how to sign up for it. Um, and hear all about that. You can also message me and I'll give you the information about that. It's great. It's an amazing accountability group um, that really pushes you to grow physically, mentally, and spiritually, right? We read books every month. We read the Bible every day. We work out every day. We wake up early every day. No sugar, no porn, no sex, no unnecessary sex. You know, you can be fruitful and multiply, but you can't just be out there pleasuring yourself unnecessarily, right? And it's just good accountability. And the Legion of Bears is, is amazing. And every month the Legion of Bears happens, like I really do start crushing. Like I've, I, I do good. I lose weight. I start getting in shape. I start building that habit of waking up at 5 a.m. every morning. Like I become more productive. I become more efficient. Like things go great for me. And then the month ends and I, I slip back. I backslide a little bit. I start eating cookies again. I start eating too much. I stop working out. I start justifying hitting the snooze button and waking up a little later, you know. When you stop having that accountability, um, it's easy to drift off and backslide and lose those disciplines that you built up for a month. That's why from now on, <laughs> from now on, it's not happening. We are going to crush the rest of this year and forevermore going forward. We are going to lose 50 pounds before the new year, and we are going to start our victory garden. Hold me accountable to that, my dudes. Not just crushing during the Legion of Bears months, but all the months, all the times, right? I pray for running, says T.R. Dales, for healing and to survive to the end of the run. Yeah. <laughs> I do like to listen to worship music while I run, but I wouldn't overlap my spiritual time with my running. Just personally, I don't like doing that. Ironically, I'm normally working out during the same time as your streams, and I work manual labor. Only time I sit is for lunch and dinner. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's pretty impressive. I try not to sit a lot, but I still do. <laughs> like, I'm sitting right now for like two straight hours, right? I try not to sit. I try to stand up. Like, if like a bunch of friends are hanging out, I will like specifically try to like stand up, and everyone thinks I'm awkward and weird, but... I do think humans were designed to be standing more than they were to be sitting at a 90 degree angle for eight hours a day, you know. The Jays are trying to find a loophole so they only have to do one hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, TR Dales. Stop praying while you run. <laughs> yeah, loopholes. How about the loopholes, right? Oh, I can pack these three hours into 30 minutes, right? Yeah, half hour max, yeah. A J doing an hour of physical fitness. Yeah, that's that's unheard of. Does hand rubbing count? <laughs> 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 the Talmud says probably. And the Talmud permits it, so it's okay. The Mishnah permits it, so it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, y'all y'all are hilarious in the chat. Thank you for tuning in. Three hours is very anti-Semitic, yeah. Oh. Hand rubbing intensifies. 
heirloom cannabis. Okay with you. Sure. I'll take the seeds. I'll, uh, you know, I don't know. I'll have to look up if they're legal. It's if, if it's legal in Tennessee to even have the seeds or not. But, you know, I used to be a pothead. I used to smoke all the time. I used to think like, yeah, dude, smoking's harmless. Just, you know, every, it should be legal everywhere. Everyone should just be doing it. It's just like better than like smoking cigarettes or drinking alcohol. You know, just the stereotypical stoner dude who'd make all his arguments. And that I've been like sober for three years and I moved to a state where it's like illegal and people like don't really do it. Like people do it. I work with people who do it, you know, stuff like that. But the fact that it's not like so prevalent and widespread everywhere, you can just tell the difference of like sanity and like people like actually have work ethics and like actually care about things other than themselves, you know. <laughs> it's just such a noticeable difference. So... I'm still not super anti-pot. Like, I'm not some, like, crazy straight... I mean, I am straight edge, but I'm not, like, super, like, pot should be illegal upon pain of death everywhere. <laughs> you should be executed if you smoke a joint. But I do just like that, like, Tennessee is pot-free. I like that it's illegal here, you know? I go back and forth on whether I think it should be illegal or not. I still think it should be illegal. <laughs> I think the degenerate should be kept out of Tennessee, right? But, you know, every now and then a puff or two can't hurt. You know, maybe you're celebrating something. Like, maybe you're, like, on a vacation for, like, two weeks. And you're just like, yeah, maybe one night let's just, like, get high on the beach and relax. And, like, giggle and have some fun, you know. I think that's fine, right? I'm not, like, justifying that for myself. Like, I still am not going to be doing that personally. But for, like, other people out there, like, once in a while I think is good. But trying to, like, make it legal and, like, do it constantly and regularly man it like really messes you up it really destroys you it really made me like gay and weak and dumb and like so lazy you know it just really made me like such a bad person as like myself and everyone around you who does it just lies about how it's harmless and not a big deal and it's good for you it's beneficial it's healthy it's you know excuse 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 like at the end of the day like it's just not good but if you're gonna send me some seeds, like I'm, I might not just like throw them in the trash or burn them unless it is illegal and I potentially could get in trouble. I'll have to look that up. I know you're joking, but I'm just like oddly breaking down a joke into like a serious thought right now as I go. Um, you can grow potatoes in a five gallon bucket. <laughs> Base. <laughs> That's pretty dope. I'll get a couple of five gallon buckets and do that. I legit feel rollerblades growing out of my feet every time I shop at my local supermarket. Yeah. Grow potatoes and a few old tires. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My eyes are admittedly pretty. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. You received 100 messages today with the restream chat. Got a little trophy. <laughs> I respect your position, Sean. It helps me sleep. That's all. Yeah, for real. I mean, if you need it, you need it. You know, I get it. Like, there's people that, like, actually have glaucoma. <laughs> there's, like, people that actually need pot. Like, I get it. For real. There's people where it's just like, dude, my life sucks. And, like, it really just, like, makes me not suicidal. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've tried everything else and it seems to be the only thing that like truly isn't making me function normally. I get it. You know, I still think you should seek prayer and seek God. You know, I think that's truly kind of the answer is more like, I think a lot of these battles and these things that we like to call depression and anxiety and we like to label like scientific medical terms to it. I think a lot of that or most of it, if not all of it, are spiritual battles and demonic forces that are trying to tear us down. And the solution is spiritual, not physical. But I also get it. I mean, it's just relative, right? If it helps you sleep, like, sleep, bro. (laughs) If you can't eat, if you literally, like, your body will not chemically help you have an appetite and you need it, like, do it, right? But if it's like, man, I just, like, food doesn't taste good if I'm not high. (laughs) Like, man, I get bored when I'm not high. Or, like, man, I just want to, like, chill every night and just do it, you know? It's like... I think your problem is spiritual, man. I think your problem is more of of the heart and more of your thoughts and your mind and not actually like your body lacking the chemical reaction that is caused by smoking or ingesting marijuana, THC. I'll do a whole stream on on pot (laughs) and lay out my whole thoughts and, and feelings about it, my whole experience with it. So I used to be, I used to literally smoke at least once a day. Like if I ever went, like there would be periods of time where I'd go like two or three days without smoking and it would be like, it would be a nightmare. It'd be like, man, this day is taking forever. I'm so bored. Like, oh, food doesn't taste good. And I'd get all grumpy and angry and stuff. And so I'd like just fine. I'm like, dude, without pot, like my life is miserable. Also, it like makes me not miserable. So I'm just going to keep smoking pot, right? And then when I stopped and pushed through it and became like truly genuinely sober and found God and his right ways and truly just started praying (laughs) and drawing close to him spiritually, I was just like, dude, so silly that I ever thought I like needed that, you know? So three years ago, you could ask Sean and be like making every excuse in the book for why like I need it and other people need it and why it's so harmless and it should be legal and blah, blah, blah. And now you're looking at a man that's like three years sober who's like, my life is better in every single way possible now that I'm not on pot. And I wish I had just never done it in the first place. Like, it made me lazy. It made me weak. It made me stupid. Like, I still have problems with my memory and with my, like, slurred speech and stuff. And there's, like, long-lasting effects that I have from just being a stoner pothead for, like, ten years. Every, on, like, every single day, you know. And I do like that I live in a state where it's just not really in the culture, like, at all. At least definitely not publicly. You know, people are smoking behind the scenes and stuff. Like, there are dispensaries, like, I think Florida. You can drive down to Florida and get weed. Um, and you can drive up to Illinois. It's legal in Illinois. So you can, like, drive up there five hours away, get weed, and bring it back down. So it's, like, pretty easy to get your hands on it. Not just in the illegal black market, but in these, like, quote-unquote legal markets just a couple states over. So pot's around, people smoke it. Like I work, I've worked with people over the last three years who were like stoners and would smoke pretty regularly. But just the fact that like it's not prevalent in the culture. It's not like super, you know, every other block there's a dispensary and everyone's just smoking before work and it's not a big deal and smoking and driving everywhere and everyone's just like doing it and everyone's promoting it with each other and doing it every night with their family and... You know, blah, 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 blah. Like, just the fact that, like, it's not prevalent and it's not happening and it's not, like, 
easily accessible and generally like accepted in like a widespread manner, I think it's much healthier for the people here. <laughs> I think it makes people like more focused on their tasks, more focused on their businesses and their families, like more inspired and more motivated to work hard and like become a better person, more active, more energized. You know, and there's still like a lot of like other stuff. Like, yeah, like I said, people are smoking pot. People are drinking a lot and drinking way too much. You know, people go out and get really drunk and drink and dr drink and drive, which is arguably worse. Like still, I'll still say that like as bad as I think pot is for people, for most, almost all people or most people, like alcohol is so much worse, <laughs> clearly and obviously, you know, and yet people are doing that. And I think that is still kind of making people like dumbed down and emotionally unstable and unproductive and whatnot but at least it's not that and pot <laughs> i would like for tennessee to like go more extreme and it's not like pro prohibiting alcohol but you know it's not going to happen in the whiskey bourbon center that is tennessee right the party capital of nashville and memphis and the college town of knoxville and chattanooga are not going to allow that right so it's not logical, it's not feasible for this to happen, but if Tennessee was to also like ban alcohol, I bet you'd see a big increase in productivity <laughs> and like financial stability and increased family health and like more motivated people and energized people and less emotionally unbalanced people, right? You take these like chemical imbalances out of people and make it like just generally like unacceptable or unpopular and people just get better. Sober people function better. It's just kind of the gist of it. I'll summarize the. I'll just summarize it by saying, being sober makes you a better person. <laughs> being sober is better for you. Just try it out, right? But I also get it. If you think you need it, if it, if it is helping you with some aspect and it's not like ruling you or reigning over your life or controlling your life, then go for it. I just think people need to be careful. And I think in general, it shouldn't be promoted or widespread, right? I'll do a whole stream on it. Don't worry, guys. I'll formulate my thoughts correctly instead of my rambling thoughts right now. I'm actually like refuting myself in my head. Like as I'm saying something, I'm kind of like, eh, eh, do I really agree with this? Is this really what I think and say? I hope I'm conveying this correctly. T.R. Dale says, I think I was blessed to never have easy access to pot. Slap Weasel says, pot only made me grow more pot 10 years ago. Statute of limitations. <laughs> yeah. Demon Hunter says, in Vermont, I think you can grow up to three pot plants in your home. Sussy number, to be honest. I don't want to become less dependent on it for sleep, though. I used to be more chronic with that habit. Yeah. Man, that flute's getting it in the background. You hear that? <laughs> Can y'all hear that? That flute is crushing in the background. The jazz flute on the hip-hop beat. But right on. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do a whole stream on this sometime this year. On pot and drugs and psychedelics and my experience with it and my thoughts on it. And really do some research on the arguments. The legal arguments, the spiritual arguments, the physical arguments. Um... That's what I do with all these, right? I do like some, some research. I look up the pros and cons. I look up people who I like, like and respect who are arguing for something and people who I like and respect who are arguing against something as much as I possibly can, right?
like when I'm doing my abortion stream like I did, you know, a month ago, a month or two ago. It's like I'm looking up all the all the arguments for both sides, right? Instead of just like rambling about my thoughts on abortion. <laughs> Where I might accidentally like be contradicting myself because I'm not like actually thinking this out well enough. Or reading up on like the actual like, what's the name of that lawsuit? What's the name of that term? What's that term? What's this? What's that? You know, really concisely putting it together to formulate a good argument and put it all together, you know? Because I just like, my opinion's like based on the truth, right? You seek the truth, you're going to find the truth in time. And if you're willing to humble yourself and be proven wrong, you're going to eventually keep correcting yourself and finding the truth in time, right? That doesn't mean you can explain it well on a podcast. <laughs> well, on the spot, rambling, you know, just in your life, not necessarily on a podcast. Just like someone asks you your opinion on something. How many times do you like think you're arguing the truth and you, you think you know what's up and then you walk away from that conversation with someone and you're like, man, I should have said this. You're like, something's on the tip of your tongue. You're like, what's the name of that lawsuit or what's the name of that book? Uh, that one guy, that one guy, that one guy. And then you go home later that night and you're like, oh, that was his name. I should have said that. You know, so you kind of fall short in the moment when you're trying to argue your point. Whereas when you can actually like concisely research it and lay things out, you can kind of truly convey your point and to its full extent, you know. So I'll do that sometime with pot and alcohol and psychedelics, all that stuff, all that jazz, all that devil's lettuce, (laughs) all that jazz. But with that, it's going to be it for me tonight. I thought this was going to be much shorter than it was. I didn't know it was going to be two and a half hours long. Um, it's going to be it for me. Just, again, just find final thoughts. Remember to just refuse to join these people in their madness, right? Let the mad be mad by themselves. Don't join them in it. Let these weak men destroy themselves and do not join them. Instead, be sure to crush and provide and protect. And just be fruitful and multiply through it all (laughs) you know the hard times they are truly coming but we can still be great men during and through it all right again our ancestors did it we can do it too and let's ensure that we create and raise the next generation of great men that will help recover and rebuild what has been lost right let's be that person and let's make sure that our offspring are even better, even stronger, even more skilled, even more righteous. Because everything that has been lost can be recovered from a crumbling society to personal skills, right? From body fat that you don't want on your gut to, you know, just genuine spiritual connection to our Lord and Savior. Whatever has been lost or unwantedly gained can be recovered can be shed and all that has been lost can surely be found what has been lost those who are lost can still be found there is still time for all to return to their lord surrender their hearts souls minds and all their strength to him and become reunited with the one who made us for eternity Let all the fools keep being foolish and the mad keep spreading their madness and just do not join them in it. Refuse to participate in it. 
fixate your eyes on the eternity where you belong in the glorious kingdom of our creator and not just becoming some cog in the beast system (laughs) you know enjoying those silly little pleasures and comforts and stuff and whatnot in the short temporary life that we have here and now fixate those pretty little eyes of yours slap (laughs) on the eternity that is to come yeah, thanks, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Zezzy Bear, Slap Weasel, Demon Hunter, T.R. Dales, Il Conley. Nice to meet you. Hope all is well. Stuntman Bear, everyone, dude. You guys are awesome. Love you guys. I'll be back here next Monday night, hopefully with a guest. I uh, hope I can work things out and get some guests on for the next couple months of streams. I really want to start doing guests more often and more regularly. And have some backup topics planned for the weeks that I can't get these guests on, these people on here. Um, Some interesting topics, some like theological, philosophical topics, you know, morality topics and talk about good and evil. I have some really interesting like chapters of the Bible I want to discuss that I have planned coming up and uh, some other like interesting topics that revolve around some cool stuff and things that I'm excited for. But I do want to start getting some guests on more often and more frequently so hopefully i get this all worked out for the next couple months to get a lot of these guests on here some might be some repeats some might be some people you know some might be some random like friends of mine who you've never met and will never meet (laughs) just like my dudes my homies and my bible study i want to come on here um the leader of my bible study some couple a couple preachers i know in the area so some local folks but yeah until then so I work all that out, you know, either way. Thank you all for tuning into this and hearing me out in the past, in the yesterday, today, and next Monday night, and all the next Monday nights to come after. Thank you all for being here with me live. I love you all. I appreciate you all for all the comments and all the interactions with me. Support me along the way. I appreciate it truly. And I love you all. You know, again, let's be sure to spend those two to three hours every day improving our lives, improving ourselves physically, mentally, and spiritually, and reject the temptations to get distracted and do other useless things instead, and refuse to sink into those states of despair or fear or doubt that lead us away from becoming better people. The time to crush is now. It's now, y'all. Let's start holding each other accountable to that, too. And let's make sure that we are becoming those great people that God created us to be in these exact hard times that he put us in for a reason, right? We will do this, y'all. Your ancestors did it. We're going to do it too. We will survive that winter, right? We will survive the incoming winter. So with all that, again, sorry this ran long. Appreciate y'all for hearing me out later on or for being with, with me here live. Again, I love y'all. Make sure to go out this week, as always, and do good, be good, love and be loved. Have faith, loyalty, and hope on the front of your minds and in your hearts. <laughs> in your heart and in all of y'all's hearts at all times. Be fruitful and multiply. Don't do the other thing. <laughs> I love y'all, every one of you, every one of y'all, every one of you out there. And I will catch you back here next Monday night, hopefully with a guest. If not, I have a backup topic. So I'll catch you all then. Take care.
Love y'all again. You are watching or listening to the Jonathan Corey live stream. Be sure to follow and subscribe to my channel wherever you are streaming this and on any of the other sites that you happen to use as well. And be sure to leave some comments or reviews. It would really help me out. You can find my streams on YouTube, Twitch, DLive, Odyssey.com, VK.com, TV.gab, BitChute, Rumble, and on all of the podcast apps. You can read my blogs at JonathanCorey.blogspot.com. My main links are at Linktree slash JonathanCorey. And you can find the rest of my links, my older secret content, and my guest appearances on other podcasts or streams at JonathanCorey.com.